Welcome to episode 100 of The Last King Podcast. Hello and welcome to another awesome episode of The Last King Podcast. We're down to 100 episodes right now. And down, up. up We're up, up to 100. <laughs> We're yeah, up so to 100 pessimistic, episodes. John, yes, honestly. Yes. And that is good old Shafiq right there, Dr. Shafiq, interrupting me again from good his intro. Old. Yes. <laughs> Maybe battle, battle. I never huh? interrupt you on the intro. I interrupt Tom. Exactly. So, <laughs> so thank I guess you it's for like falling on that particular sword. Okay, and that was Electric Tom. Uh, eccentric Electric Tom, Tom speaking. Oh, that's yes. a throwback to episode 45, the first time we met you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't pronounce eccentric. You just called you Electric Tom. <laughs> No, no, I, I just flipped it around. You know, Electric so, Tom yeah. sounds like one of those horrible talk show uh, radio guys. No, Electric Tom is like a really cheap dildo. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> the the juice gets the battery all like... <laughs> okay, so we're down, so we're, we're up, up to 100 episodes. <laughs> up, down, sideways. We only have 100 episodes left. So yeah, 100 episodes. We did a lot of them. Talked about <laughs> a lot of films, video games, TV shows. <laughs> what have we learned, gentlemen? Wow. What have we learned? <laughs> what have we learned? What, what have we learned? learned? <laughs> you suck at intros. <laughs> what haven't we learned? That's also the uh, that's a shorter answer. We haven't learned so much. Let me let me just do this properly, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, fans of the Last King Podcast. Welcome back to another episode, our one hundredth episode. We made it. We've made it. Okay, You've we're in the three digit for a second. We're in the three dip, the three digit range. Finally, oh, we're still going. We haven't been cancelled yet. <laughs> And of course, it's so funny if someone told us we were cancelled. It's like, <laughs> who are you? Wait, we own it. How can we get cancelled? Like, just some guy knocks on the door. It. You guys, just stop, stop, stop doing this. Someone flies in from Vietnam. Like, <laughs> no more, no more. The world has had enough of you assholes. <laughs> we must put an end to this. So, of course, uh, we're going to be celebrating our hundredth episode in a grandiose style, hopefully, because uh, what we usually do is that we'll pick a topic or a movie or something that's very SEO-friendly of the week to discuss. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, if you've been uh, paying attention to The Last King uh, you know, podcast over all these years and all these episodes, you would know that usually we would use uh, these kind of uh, watermark episodes to kind of uh, do something very personal and uh, talk about something... Something that's near and dear to our hearts. Yes, yes, yes. And so, yes. like the last time I talked about uh, Belgium's performance in the World Cup of 2018. And the last time I talked about Mega Man music i guess yeah of course you talk about mega of man course. it's the best damn thing ever no it's not <laughs> it's it's fine one one of the best damn things ever okay it i would say that music Hashtag. i think the first one the first game and the third game those are first the, second third those are like the trinity the That's second the trinity. yeah second is all right and so, you got to say the ninth game the ninth game as well like a good callback a good Wait, uh, so are you going to be talking about Mega Man music again? I'm pretty sure Not our last really. King fans no, no, are no, dying no, no. to hear your opinion on Mega <laughs> Man 11. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, I guess the short answer is probably just to quote you. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Until Bloodstain comes out now, that's a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Which Yamane can't do, wrong, can't do no wrong either, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, so Tom, are you going to pick up Bloodstain? Uh, maybe. Uh, it is the spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night. Cool. Also, one of the greatest all times for the PlayStation One. One of the best platformers of all time. Yes, yeah, definitely. One of the best Metroidvanias. One of the best Castlevanias. All right, that is an opinion that I have heard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me being all non-committal and shit. One hundred episodes, and he still hasn't played Symphony of the Night, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I'm yeah, sorry. I have to rectify that. I'm a oh. busy man. He's so busy watching Castlevania, he forgot to play the game that it's based on. <laughs> I have Sub-Saharan Africa to conquer. <laughs> 
And that is prob- that is definitely a Paradox Game reference. Go back to up. episode... That's a colonial whatever. reference that I'm pretty sure everybody in Asia appreciates right <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs> so, boys, it's been 100 episodes. Okay, looking back on uh, this very uh, long and winding road towards... <laughs> Emphasis on long. long. It's, yeah, yeah. it's been from, over two from, years. From being a garage... You know, garage podcast to on Garage Band. Right <laughs> I was yeah, about wa- to say band. It yes. wasn't Garage Band for a it long It was a Garage Band podcast. And can I just say, fuck Garage Band? <laughs> thank you, Audacity, and stay free, please. Yeah, thank you, Audacity, for being unintuitive free. as fuck, but actually having useful tools. <laughs> like seriously, Garage Band. Like, why do you not have the ability to just like reduce white noise? Go suck a fat one, Apple. <laughs> please don't fire me. <laughs> Okay, so there you now go. Now I've got my bile out of my way. So the, yeah, there you go. Handy dandy podcasting tips from Eccentric Talk. Don't use GarageBand. <laughs> but if you're using GarageBand, oh, good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I mean, I'll, okay, let's go around the table properly. So uh, back to you, Mr. Toffee. So looking back at 100 episodes, what were the career highlights, you think, of being part of The Last King? I think the only big career highlight was definitely the time when we first started, like, you and I, Shafiq. Like, we were... Oh, I think yes. we were drunk at one time. We were like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, yes. And then the next day, I brought my equipment down. Wow, this is actually the most boring origin story when you think about it. We were <laughs> drunk and we did a podcast. That's it. That's how End all podcasts start. <laughs> yeah, it's two men in their 30s meet, have drinks and say, we should start a podcast. Yeah. And from then, podcasts are born. Can I just say one thing to cap off that story? Yep. Yeah. Worst date ever. Oh yeah? <laughs> he didn't even put out that day. No, John didn't even he wasn't even nice enough to give the reach around. Oh. <laughs> so anyway. Just one and done. I think that's probably on the He third took his day, mics dude. and left and I like, you know, I was sitting there. He, he didn't on even give me taxi fare. <laughs> I didn't text you. Oh no. <laughs> no, we just did another episode. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was I think it was that one episode that was a hallmark where we just talked about Batman all the way through. And it was episode... That was episode three. two. Two. Oh, two. two. You're talking about episode zero. Episode zero, the pilot, which is uh, not available on SoundCloud anymore because the audio quality is really terrible and I don't think anybody cares to go that deep into the archives to Well, let's up. be fair. The first 60 episodes... <laughs> <laughs> Audio quality is kind of lackluster. Can I just say the first hundred also? <laughs> hey, come on! Up till now, there was a marked improvement once we, you know, actually invested. Uh, there yeah, was yeah. when we actually paid. I mean, we actually got money in. Uh, when when we figured mixer. out which end of the mic to speak into. Yeah. <laughs> Tip number two, kids, if you want to start a podcast, invest in some decent audio equipment. <laughs> yes, podcasts are expensive. Yep. <laughs> Who would have thought? Anyway, so um, I mean. Well, humble beginnings, if you think about it. Huh? It's been yeah. that long ago. Back in 2015. Oh, remember uh, the, the Dark Ages? <laughs> that was 2015. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was also one thing that we knew we should do. Like, when you want to start something, you either just go big, you just start it, or don't at all, more or less. Like, people always talk a big game about starting a startup or just, hey, I want to do a podcast, I want to talk about this or that, or just start a little show. Like, Everyone's gonna start off like with the bare minimum equipment, with like the lowest production value, with the lowest equipment, like the most low tier kind of stuff that you have, and you gotta work with what you got. So I'm actually glad that I actually got off my ass and be like, you know, having someone like you guys to actually talk about these kind of shows about having different opinions as well. I mean, we don't agree on the same thing, which is good. Well, That's good, what I like yeah. about this dynamic. Dynamic. We don't agree about most of the things, and most of the time. I mean, 
the Full Metal Alchemist episode is one very big example of that. I was going to say that was one of my career highlights. Just that. <laughs> That's a career Toffee highlight for you. Why? Why, why, why was that a career highlight? Because it was... It was like seeing Toffee go off in full Metal Alchemist the movie. <laughs> but yeah, because and it was. We a, were just agreeing with him. Yeah, you're right. It's a horrible movie. Yes. Why are you so angry? It was like this, yes. this was Kafka-esque part. nightmare. Of <laughs> the same points being repeated over and over again. You know, it felt like to me. It felt like we were actually in his mind at the time, and we couldn't <laughs> escape. It was like some like Mr. Some, Toffee fever dream. And like it was a schizophrenic breakdown, and we were just like. It, it felt mind. like that movie, The Cell. You know, where like you enter the mind of the serial killer, and you see the visions around you, and you're thinking to yourself, "Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Why are we trapped here? Yeah. Why am I Vince Vaughn? Because we have another twenty minutes to finish up. Wait, the does that mean we gotta go crazy this. somehow? Uh, yes, I'm just shopping from the block, Doc yes. from the block. Hey, boys and girls. Oh well. So, um, okay, let me ask you again. Um, your thoughts on the Full Alchemist movie? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same venom and violent vitriol as the yeah. last time. No, but it's actually good that you know sometimes you just gotta get some things out. You know, sure. Only uh, talk yeah. and everything. I, I, mean, I, I didn't know like you know <laughs> the volcano of frustration was a full alchemist movie yeah. from Mr. Toffee. <laughs> but this, I mean, I mean, you were obviously frustrated with Batman versus Superman, like all of us were. But yeah. you were definitely the most passionate one among all of us in the second episode that we did. Amongst all of us, it's just the two of us that time. Okay, uh, both. Okay, <laughs> you were definitely the one who actually Wait, got in really yeah, deep. So let me ask you guys: when when was the time that I went off? What do you think was the the, the, the most significant of all the times I went off? Uh, I would say... Uh, I don't go off on movies the anymore. The Pacific Rim Uprising one. Oh, yes, the Uprising. Really? Pacific I didn't really do... Oh, I, I think I did. Well, I think you did at the end, at the very end. <laughs> it just came. Like, this, yeah, is, the uh, last... <laughs> this is blasphemous. This is blasphemy to... I think you're trying to be... Work. You're trying to be apathetic, just like... Nah, nah, nah. And then uh, as you were listening to what you were saying, you are becoming more and more <laughs> enraged. <laughs> I was yes. Like you, were, like you were talking yourself up for a big explosion. You know what? L- let me tell you what I really think. <laughs> really? Not not even the time I, I went off on Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, that's because I agree with you. So I wasn't you going. Oh, all right, yeah. Wait, what? We didn't. We, did we agree on Pacific Rim? It's a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was but pretty it's bad. Like, I was, I mean, wait, wait. I was kind of like, like apathetic. Oh, like, oh this is like fun, stupid. And you were like, no, this is an egregious sin of the first order. <laughs> As a fan of the kaiju gen. <laughs> Oh man, yeah okay. Yeah, like I, imagine you like just cuddling your uh, my Godzilla plushie. Your, no, your King Ghidorah one. <laughs> my King Ghidorah one. It has three heads. Yeah, so I have <laughs> triple the pleasure. You got three heads to fondle with. <laughs> Four if you count accurately. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, wait. Let me try to remember the time that. No. Yeah, eccentric Tom seldom goes off on the. He doesn't really go full rant. Uh, I've I've gone full rant. Just yeah, but you you have such a polite but it's more demeanor. More like a snipey rant. Yeah, or like a you sound like out. a sarcastic housewife when you get angry. I was about to say I sound like a bitter housewife when I go off. I don't like <laughs> bitter go full housewife. Rage mode. That's the word. That's yes, the word right there. Yes, here. yes, yes. <laughs> Clutching his pearls, <laughs> he's like, oh, like, I really uh, did not like Ladybird. <laughs> eh. no, I think the the first one I did was for. Ghost in the Shell for some reason. I don't know why I got so pissed off with that movie. And you hadn't seen the original yet, right, by that time? No, I had. Oh, you had? Yeah, I saw uh, so it. So you had reason to. Yeah, I, I yeah. saw it ages ago, but I th- I'm trying to remember the, like, a moment I really, really just got upset. I think this time last year when we were doing our end of year like uh, thing to talk about, you asked me about Brexit and then uh, <laughs> I did not stop talking. Yes. 
a very educational episode for uh-huh. all you guys. Go back to uh, <laughs> our last year end episode. <laughs> now, I would say this, like, my most memorable uh, eccentric Tom rant would uh, definitely be the time he went to see Transformers and we didn't watch it so he had to explain the movie to us and <laughs> as he was explaining it <laughs> he was angering us and himself because we just kept and the thing is we would ask him questions and it's like why would they do that and it's like he felt like personally slighted like I didn't make the movie I did not make these choices <laughs> it's not my fault that this is a terrible movie that you assholes made me watch <laughs> that's why I was giggling like <laughs> I was angry because none of you motherfuckers Shared in my pain <laughs> because we knew better. <laughs> it what was so fucking friendly. That's why <laughs> we figured uh, just just one guy to explain Transformers was enough. Oh, thanks. You didn't need all three of us for that episode. You just oh, no, transformed no, 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 no. into a bus and run me over. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> oh, man. Yes, that was also definitely one of the highlights. Please, yes. Uh, I think what episodes? What was it called? Robot in disgust or something? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Robot in disgust. Oh, yeah. back in the old days. Yes, not yes. to be confused with Mecha Elizabeth, which was I can't <laughs> remember what that was about. Oh, uh, Mega, yeah, Megatron. Elizabeth. That, that was the the final show, sort of. Uh, one it of was our... more about trailers, right? And no, that was yeah. trailer trash. Look at us not even remembering what we did. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have such a monumental and God, colossal. I love I love trailer trash episodes. <laughs> yeah, we should do another they're, one. They're short and sweet and easy to just shit on. <laughs> this trailer looks dumb. Yeah. And it turns out to be a good movie. Well, we were wrong. So speaking of, uh, you know, uh, vitriol, how about a moment when someone showed a level of passion which uh, kind of got people off guard? Like what? Well, uh, you almost breaking down in tears over Ready Player One. It's a good movie. I don't understand why people don't like it as much as I do. But then again, people do like it as much as I do. It's just that nobody in the media or film journalists are not giving it the kind of credence that it deserves. But... Then again, it's uh, it's not one of the best of the year or best of like you know, it's not in top ten, but it's definitely like that is pure Spielberg, and he hasn't done anything like that in such a long time. Yeah, okay. It's definitely it's very very fun. It's yeah, pure. Just it's, it again. it's that super wishy washy, over sentimental design for the eighties kid Spielberg movie. I mean, like you have to understand that you know ever since Schindler's List and he started making serious movies like. Munich and that one about that president that nobody saw. Lincoln. <laughs> that also got what five Academy Awards. That was such a boring movie. <laughs> I could not sit through it. Yeah, I tried watching it. You know, and, and you're the history guy. Like this should have been a fascinating yeah, no, character history, study. History, not American history. <laughs> oh, American history doesn't count as history. It's it's, it's all stolen history. It's given far more credence than it should, and it's the, there's a well, lot of England literal whitewashing. England needs to have a better film studio system. Sorry. It does. It just doesn't have the budget. <laughs> what? Well, you you turn out like James Bond movies all the year. Oh, not anymore, right? No, that's only by MGM. Oh yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. What happened to what's the name of the 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 cheap Mr. Broccoli, right? Mr. Bro- what? Yeah, the, the the main producer is. Oh, uh, Barbara Broccoli. Yeah, there you go. The broccoli is still own it, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's hilarious. Did they invent the broccoli? Maybe. <laughs> Well, we took some spinach and uh, cauliflower and we had them uh, make love to each other. Okay. <laughs> How about a time... Uh... No, no, we haven't... Wait. When did you... Uh, what about... When was the, the time that Mr. Toffee went super passionate and that took you off guard? Uh... <laughs> was it the Mega Man episode? Or I which Mega Man episode? <laughs> I don't remember. We only did one. We only did one. I don't correct. think I was there for the Mega Man episode. I don't think we did a Mega Man episode. I don't remember a Mega the Man. Mega episode. Man music. No, no. I mean the, this is no, our I mean own one sec- one segment of Mandela it. effect. Yeah. Yes, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think the problem is we just keep introducing each other as co-hosts. We forget yeah. that yeah, somebody should be in charge of like yeah, know, exactly maintaining some sort of records and stuff. No one is a host with the most. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> anyway, uh, wait. Let me think. When was the last time that I saw Mr. Coffee go super passionate about something? That took me off guard. Well, I guess Tifo's alchemist one again is kind of the same. Well, it's a different kind of passion, sir. But We're I talking mean, about love, not hate. Like a very positive passion. Yeah. You know what? I would say this. That time where he introduced us to... Uh, I can't really remember the name of the show. The anime with the big titty oh, dragon. Oh, uh, Miss Kobayashi's uh, Dragon Maid. Uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Which I watched and I thought to myself, Yeah, I get why John likes this. It's not very good, <laughs> but... <laughs> He seems so passionate about it. I actually checked it out, and that's when I learned. Yep. Yeah, uh, just leave his recommendations alone. Well, <laughs> hey, it was good for SEO. It was great for SEO. I think the title was great for SEO. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought people would be googling horny, horny dragon girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for I'm next just, week's episode. Just, horny dragon girls too. I'm just imagine still horny. Really disappointed perverts. <laughs> <laughs> just going. Oh, this looks good. What? A sound file? You know what? <laughs> A sound file. I have to imagine it, not watch. You know. It. Okay. Okay. From now We're on. We're not doing that ASMR. <laughs> from, from now on, we shall okay. We shall do videos. Okay, I will figure out how to Photoshop tits onto Game of Thrones dragons. <laughs> you guys out there who've been dying for this imagery, it's coming. <laughs> Dude, have you seen dragon dildos? <laughs> yes, I have. They oh are God, we... monstrous. <laughs> Which I think is the intention. And scale yes. and scale for her pleasure. <laughs> this one has wings. <laughs> Where does those where do those go? <laughs> How's the wingspan like? Um, enough to keep her legs up. Anyway, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Or his, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be gender neutral again. All right. <laughs> so what about a moment that I was? You super passionate. Probably the paradox episode. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking. Wait, I literally had a whole episode to talk about this super niche series of games, which only I like of the three of us yes yes yes, yes. Uh, and uh, you know what I had a nice nap I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah Shafiq enjoyed it right Didn't I'm you? not even mad I'm not even mad <laughs> wait wait did I enjoy it uh sure I guess it did not inspire me to buy more paradox games but it did make me realize that you know what Tom special <laughs> <laughs> hey that's that's all I you can finally met somebody from that niche. Hey, <laughs> and, he, and he's a ghost. <laughs> hey, if it's a choice between that and being in a Warhammer niche, I know which one I prefer. Uh, the D and D niche. Well, yeah, that too. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait, D is not niche anymore. No, now it's mainstream as fuck. So it is officially not nerdy enough. I'm sorry. Okay, when when Vin Diesel is playing Dungeons and Dragons on YouTube, it is not. It's not nerdy enough. But sorry. shit, man, he's a he's an OG D and D player. True that. Okay, so uh, wait. When was I positively passionate about something besides Ready Player One? I can't really remember. You're just this jaded, I've, bitter old man. Yeah, I've always been the voice of negativity. Well, not all the times. You know, sometimes I do uh, kind of. But at least that's a voice of reason. Like if you need to curb either of us when we go curb off our the enthusiasm, it's always good that you you just have to shut us down, now, Basically, <laughs> I don't shut you guys. It's up. like, hey, I know you're having joy and an entertainment out of this project, but let me just come and like just shit all of your positivity so you're just as cynical and bitter as I am I'm not cynical I won't say shit it's more like hey okay this happened so you kind of need that frame I'm not cynical or bitter you're talking to the guy who giggles the most on these shows (laughs) actually that's true (laughs) that that is true true. you are actually one of the most immature of the three of us of course (laughs) and mature at the same time Hmm. paradoxical indeed hey (laughs) 
So, <laughs> callback, I guess. Uh, sure. Please Actually, listen. what is the uh, latest pet from Paradox? I mean, and uh, what's upcoming from that side? If you don't mind us tangenting a little bit, John. Once okay. he starts, he won't stop. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> well, the latest one is for Crusader Kings Two, a game that came out how many years ago? Wait, I thought they could have a part three somehow. A game that came out in 2012, and we—it's uh, uh, still solid as fuck. You know man. what? If if Me- if John can talk about Mega Man, you can talk about Crusader Kings too. Yeah. Tell us, Tom, why should people buy a game that only you like? <laughs> <laughs> because the emergent gameplay is just fantastic. <laughs> like it took them eight years to figure it out, and they finally have. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. Like you can reform your like pagan religions now, and you cool. Can, you can you do fun shit like. Only women are allowed to have power, which is like just really fucking with the world order. Like one of my most successful rulers was this inbred moron uh, woman. Like she was literally inbred. You had a little modifier, which was like minus five to every stat. Oh man. Yeah. So you're a fan of the incest porn, are you? Uh, they no. have the best stories though. They do have the best stories. Aha! Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So hey, okay. The like... vast majority of porn. Um, uh, Really? Well, when, uh, where are we? Oh, careful. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> the majority of, uh, of porn ingesters can't be wrong. Porn ingesters? I try to like porn viewers. I guess I don't know. Did you say porn ingesters? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. they stick it up their asses. Right? Well, it's kind of <laughs> they put it on a thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> porn ingesters. <laughs> Dude, the word is browsers <laughs> because porn we use browsers. a br- we we browse porn. Porn perusers. Perusers <laughs> for your perusal <laughs> makes it sound almost not filthy. <laughs> That's why I shall name my porn folder from now on my perusal folder. Perusal folder. Everyone knows immediately what it was. <laughs> I'm perusing right now. <laughs> it's like it's like when teenage boys have a folder in their laptop saying homework. It's not homework. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> Ah, uh, the good old days. <laughs> when you I think what first. I like about this show, like, you know, helping out and, you know, talking and everything, is the fact that we're pretty, I won't say mobile, but we're adaptable per se. Like, there was this one episode we did on Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> when <laughs> oh, yeah. we record it again? We took the studio to the car park. Yes. <laughs> off, the, off the cinema. In no? a goddamn thunderstorm as well. It was our yeah. most, yeah. While yeah. it was raining, yeah. That, that was fun to edit around. Like, <laughs> we have to stop talking for five seconds because there's lightning literally above us. You know what my favorite thing about the episode was? Yeah. When I pitched my idea for an ultimate movie and God agreed with me by punctuating it with a <laughs> lightning crack. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? You see? What Even the... What was your... One lightning bolt is yes, two is no. I wanted to do like a Shinobi movie or something, if I recall. Oh, Just yeah. an all-out brutal like ninja movie with an actual budget, you know? You're like, yeah, we haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, I could, I could use one of those, bloody hell. Yes, you know, basically like the raid, but with swords. That's what I really that want. That would be good. You know what I mean? Who should, mm-hmm. who should direct? The raid guy? Raid guy. The Wachowskis. Now, because the thing is, right, if you give it to somebody like like Takashi Miike still makes samurai films, but his samurai films are just so... They're just okay. Yeah. They don't have that kind of like, you know, visceral, gross kind of... And it's strange because he did a lot of gross out kind of movies. Like Ichi the Killer, that's one example. Like, right? Yeah, you know, or even like his earlier works, like his uh, Yakuza like uh, stories. Uh, Gozu, right? Gozu's the Yakuza one. No, nah, Fudo. Fudo's the Yakuza one. Gozu's the, the weird one where a woman gives birth to a full-size man. Yeah. <laughs> These sound that familiar, gr- even though I've never seen <laughs> They're them. in your perusal Quite folder. Quite <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, man. 
<laughs> what was the last samurai film he did? Was it that adaptation of uh, It's 13 Pika Assassins, but, right? Or Blade of the Immortal? Not, yeah, I think it was Blade of the Immortal. Yeah. And that was actually decent. It wasn't terrible. The uh, effects were a little bit iffy, but... No, but you have to understand, like, Takashi Miki is the king of direct-to-video, so he, even if you give him a budget, he will find the cheapest and most efficient way to do everything. Ah, uh, okay. He's so one of those guys. So that's why Netflix like, oh, this guy will use only half the budget we give him. Well, he needs the rest of the money for sake. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever feels. That's how he got those ideas, yeah. No, but I will say this, right, Takashi Miki still has the number one comic book adaptation. I say Crow Zero is probably the best com- one of the best comic-to-film uh. adaptations. Uh, okay, I would say I mean it's a it's a it's a sub sub category because it's manga to like you know to film. I mean also Ichi the Killer. Ichi the Killer is an amazing manga to film adaptation. I also liked his one other video game adaptation, uh, Ace Attorney. He did that one. Oh yeah, he did Ace Attorney. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like, seeing trailers for that. The was it any good? Everything inside. It was good. <laughs> Shit, I want to watch that because it, I su- love me some Ace Attorney. It's it's surprisingly it's so stupid. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should do an Ichi. Like we should do an entire Takashi Miki episode, and then we just like make Tom watch Ichi the Killer, <laughs> and then we go straight to Visitor Q, and then yeah. from Visitor Q, Crow Zero, uh, Ace Audition, Attorney, as well. Audition and then Zebra Man, and then like yeah, this guy does everything. He can do any genre. I love how most of your episode ideas are force Tom to watch X, Y, and Z because you haven't yeah. seen any of these. Well, yeah, you've seen Audition at least, right? I have s- no. <gasps> oh man, you gotta do this! One of the greatest horror movies of all time. I mean, yep. I think I've seen one of like the clips of it on like mm. a like best of thing I saw on YouTube once, but yeah. clips don't do the work justice. You yeah, have to watch it. Nah, so nah. anyway, um, <laughs> yes, we are mobile, indeed. We're also schizophrenic as fuck. If like the last five minutes is anything to go by, last five minutes we've yeah, been we going on from, for half an hour. We went from porn to Itchy the Killer. Technically, the same keep... category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exploitation, right? It's kind of the category. Oh yeah. I mean, what, what's the the official term for it? What, Japanese exploitation. I know there's pinku. Yeah. Mm, unfortunately, there's I a word for it. the yakuza. Japploitation. Ooh, ooh, careful. What? Yeah. Only we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, apart from us being mobile, Mister Toffee, <laughs> what else? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would agree with you that we're mobile, but I don't know, you know, I don't think we seem to be able to, like, combine quite like Voltron yet. <laughs> but I think that's probably one of the things I also, like, appreciate about this podcast is because, like, we have very distinct personalities. Oh, for sure. It's not like some other shows where it's, like, one guy and everybody just agrees with the main guy. Yeah. We know what shows It's, like, basically, like, Clones of the same dude over and over mm, again. You know, or usually every... a dude named Alex with glasses. Well, Alex with glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's like most three white dudes talking uh, podcasts are made of. Everybody's just upset because Batman doesn't look like Batman. Like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> we don't need three ver- three guys to amplify one point. Yeah, and I also appreciate the fact that you guys you always bring up all these different types of shows, especially the British shows, which I've never. I mean, I mean, I know Absolutely Fabulous, I know Monty Python, Flying Circus, but all the other stuff when you brought up Q and Stephen Fry and all these other guys coming in with all the different quiz shows and these little bits that came out like post-2010 onwards, I have no idea what Q was from the 90s, dude. Yeah. No, but I know, but there was actually later ones, wasn't there? Yeah, it's still going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's still going with yeah. Sandy Talks Week. <laughs> yeah, which is... Bless. Nah. Nah. And I mean, I didn't even like her when... Like, she I... was a guest, right? No. no, yeah, sometimes, but she was also, she had a radio show. Well, she, did, she was 
uh, she took over for a while a uh, show called The News Quiz, which is kind of like Have I Got News For You, but in radio form. Oh, I see. Yeah, and uh, she was fine, but she often kind of got drowned out by uh, the guys. Mm. Like, the current uh, host is uh, Miles Jupp, who is much better. He's got far more like a, you know, okay. presence. <laughs> On the radio, especially. Yeah, well, he's got a very uh, unique voice, ironically. Well, I would agree. Yes, definitely. Uh, what are we talking about this again? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, because John talked about the fact that it. you guys always brought up a okay. lot of, yeah, I mean, that's my really proudest yeah. contribution to this uh, podcast. Last King fans. And last injection of Britishness into this is, this an Asian oh, podcast. For our 100 episodes, we're going to have 100 tangents. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so hold on, we're only halfway this through. This show is nothing but tangents right now. Yes, there you go. Tangents upon tangents. Well, you know, uh, we can't be talking about tangents without mentioning things that are very obtuse. So, uh, eccentric Tom. Uh huh. Uh, what makes you so eccentric? What makes me so eccentric? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he doesn't know boys and girls. I, that was a question I was not prepared to answer. Mister Toffee, what makes eccentric Tom eccentric? <laughs> I, guess his, I guess his love for the strategy games, the fact that he. Somehow, I mean, I won't say it's more of an agenda that you're bringing in, but when we re- when we review like the that same sounds movie, so like sinister. all three of us, he has an agenda. No, no, no not not an agenda, please. No, he no, works for paradox. Was, <laughs> oh <laughs> Christ, I wish. Yeah. Do you know how much it's they just, pay? Just that it's always nice to actually see, like, movie reviews or even game reviews from a perspective perspective from someone who has actually like started gaming like I mean you know when you're in the 90, the late 90s or even the early 2000s where your, yeah. hand, your hobby comes you mean a young version. person talking about stuff yeah you did miss the golden age and it's very yeah. interesting to hear your perspective because to me I think you're the perfect layman because you come across as somebody who knows but he doesn't really know which is interesting well I know because I got interested in film as a teenager so I started listening to a lot of like movie podcasts reading about movies but I still I didn't have the time to seal and also not the availability because you know even when I was 18 19 that was before Netflix was a big thing but did you have anybody within your like social circles who you could discuss things like this with no it was literally uh. just me seeing things online like none of my friends were that interested in movies like my even my parents my dad he does like some good movies but he's not you know a movie fanatic so he's not the kind to recommend you something like uh, no. you should watch Hotsucker Proxy. No, I'm I'm the film dude of uh, the family. Uh, that's quite sad, actually. <laughs> oh, hey now, <laughs> I'm not doing. But at, the, but at the very least, you do bring a fresh perspective because we want to yeah. see certain movies in that in that manner. Like, oh, okay, this is a new thing. This is like how you see it from, I mean, beyond just the script writing, beyond just the framing. There are like other points, which is nice to actually for Tom to bring up, per se. Yeah, mm. I would say this, right? The, being on the podcast this long, um, have you picked up on any of the technical aspects of filmmaking? Yeah, I mean, that's something I have learned to appreciate more, especially with, uh, you know, Shafiq's, um, I guess, film experience. Background. Yeah, his, his background in film. I've learned to kind of notice it more. I've become more sensitive to, in particular, like film editing. Mm-hmm. So I notice, you know, like the way some things are cut or the way things are meshed together I kind of notice it more in movies and also in terms of like set design I've become far more sensitive to it mm-hmm. and you know camera work and you know all of that is just because I you know I I had to listen to someone talk about it for two fucking years almost I've now become a year and a half actually but whatever <laughs> <laughs> 
it's oh, made me speaking of Mandela effect he yeah. thinks he's been here longer than he is <laughs> I've been here since 2015 I was here even before the start yeah. <laughs> but no I think I've started to enjoy movies beyond just the face value and kind of just think about it on a technical standpoint as well as you know an emotional and also you know the more like you know lit student uh, uh, philosophical background so I want to ask you what's that one technical aspect of films that ever since you joined us like now I can't stop noticing this it's I think mainly camera work really yeah I now notice that I start to especially like frenetic camera work really annoys me Mm -hmm. like when things just start shaking about and it's like invest in a fucking tripod or in your mind nowadays especially if it's an action film it's like this is the laziest way to get coverage ever and the thing is we're also privy to it can you can we stop doing this from now on <laughs> it's like it's also made me go like why did i enjoy these movies so much and looking back like oh yeah because they invested in that like why is why do i harp on about lord of the rings so that much because they were doing like crazy things with uh, their camera work and which, they kept everything in frame yeah like uh that scene in uh fellowship of the ring where they have that panning shot down the hill of like all the various battles happening yes they literally just had a camera on a wire going down yep it's like if someone had miscalculated or dropped that i do not want to you know yeah and then it, it makes you realize like there's a certain amount of choreography also involved when it comes oh, to things absolutely. like absolutely i would say yeah i mean especially i mean i would say that um also i think in terms of like just general uh movie production I pay more attention to like sound design nowadays as well. Hmm. I, I realize that good sound design can make or break a movie. It can make a bad movie, you know, uh, sat- okay, and it can make an okay movie fantastic. I would say like um, the thing is right when I was more uh, technically aware of film, right? I was definitely younger than you. I was like eighteen. Mm. It's like uh, because back then, I mean, I would really study it, and I was a film fan before I knew I was a film fan. Yeah, I used to collect like uh, American cinematographer. I used to collect Fangoria. Oh, okay. And I would be just fascinated with DVDs and the extras, and then just seeing how these guys put it together, and like that's a lot of work. Mm. And the thing is, like when you are just like a layman and you just see something, it's very easy for you to like say poo poo like a Transformers movie. Uh-huh. But then if you look at it a technical aspect like that is some spectacular visual like you know that's amazing special effects the first one I mean, even the more recent ones you still have to understand like you know what you can still suspend your disbelief when you see like the robot and like the human interact true I mean those few shots are nice it's when they start doing the lazy fast edits when you realise mm-hmm. oh the effects weren't so good so let's just like quickly like flash by this and hope no one notices we notice we will know we will know after seeing four five of these right seriously fuck the last night (laughs) there's gonna be another one bumblebee which doesn't look like it's gonna be terrible because it's not michael bay well i'm still very hesitant because i think it's pandering to the old school fans because they're trying to bring back the g1 designs yeah yeah they're bringing back the g1 designs uh, optimus prime because they know it's like Okay, we've screwed the actual fans for over six movies. Maybe this will bring them back because the thing is they can't rely on China money anymore. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Hasbro still owns the rights or is it like the, the studio? It's still Hasbro, if I recall. Okay. They will always have these rights. So they still... Toys, no so what. is this something that... Because I know uh, Michael Bay and Platinum Dunes, like that's his production company. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the one who's churning out all these movies. Now that he sees that there's no potential in them anymore, he wants to... Has he given it up or is, is it no, still no, no. them? No, there is supposed to be a sixth Transformer film. Bumblebee is just basically like a break 
before a cinematic universe they're they gonna spread it out alternate timeline I guess the so, classic designs <laughs> remember when he was a Volkswagen <laughs> before he became a Camaro what yeah not really not really the best at keeping their canon straight Dude, they've been retconning that movie like three movies in a row. I think since the second movie. Three movies in a row. Like every movie is a subsequent recon. Mm, retcon. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> retcon. Rethink continuity. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like recon is something very different. I know. Reconnaissance. Very. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You're I'm, technical. <laughs> I misspoke. That doesn't mean I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm not seeing that. <laughs> so. Um, uh, tongue slips. That's what happens. Oh, speak, we're in the heat of the speaking moment. of tongue slips, Mr. Toffee, <laughs> <laughs> the mother of all tongue slips. The buggerer. <laughs> um, Did you just refer to yourself as the mother of all tongue slips? <laughs> well, I should be the father. <laughs> figurative, figurative. You know what? You can be a mother if you want to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like this big hulking shibboleth of tongues now. <laughs> It's slipping, constantly <laughs> falling on banana peels. Like a like a monster from Shin Megami Tensei or something. Uh, sure, we go. <laughs> We've seen enough hentai to see where this is going. <laughs> I want to do an all hentai episode, boys. Can we please? <laughs> sure, fine. <laughs> I want to make eccentric Tom sit through some of the classics. Bible Black. <laughs> nah, Bible Black is a bit too recent. Like you know, like old school, like uh, Urotsuko Doji or uh, La Blue Girl. La Blue Girl. La oh Blue God, Girl like <laughs> classic. Yeah. No, the I'm thing is, the episode like shivering, like. So many tentacles. No, 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 not so many tentacles. You have to watch the vintage stuff, not the cheaply made stuff. Oh my god. I would say this, right? One of the best uh, hentais of all time is also one of the best, most apocalyptic movies of all time. Oh, you've talked to me about that one as well. You have to watch it because it is breathtaking. What the Urotsuko Doji, oh, Legend of the Overfiend. So it's like. The one where no clean original exists because he had to paint over the originals. Yes, I think they painted over the film. So it's like it's before the mosaic, boys and girls. Before we had to like you know digitally censor all the the, the pubes and clitorises, we had to paint it over with an airbrush. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the, the stupid days. So yeah, so pre- be prepared for that episode. Uh, <laughs> somewhere down the line, when there's literally nothing else going on. Uh, yes, somewhere down the line. <laughs> How did you make that sound pervy? I didn't. <laughs> I'm just repeating what you said, sir. <laughs> Oh god. Okay. And uh going down the line. Uh, wait. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, fine. I'll I'll, I'll calm down. You, you you guys have a Even conversation. Even saying that, I'll calm down. Okay. I'm I'm just going to stand over here and be quiet now. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Toffee, what is something that you have learned to appreciate while doing this show? Doing a podcast is definitely not easy. I mean, not just that, it's um, especially when you don't actually have a publication that's backing you or overseeing everything. I mean, there are good and bad points, per se. Like, I way before The Last King, I actually did a podcast for GameSpot back in the day, and having people watching over what you're doing, whether you're swearing in the show and everything, or having some, you know, having some tongue slips here and there, that can be a bit pressure-inducing for... For my soul per se. So, but and, but at the same time, I know that I'm covered. I got a safety net in case something goes wrong per se. Or it's not your job. It's studio and everything, yeah. but it's not mine, unfortunately. Whereas with something like this, and even before that, I mean, I did a podcast with a Singaporean, something about retro gaming per se, just to get a hang of what it's like to actually do something a bit more indie, a bit more uh, garagey, or a bit more old school per se. That's. Maybe just bringing equipment, making sure the levels are done, and then having the banter, pre-planning scripts, everything. It's it's humbling experience per se. I mean, mm. I know it sounds really corny, but I guess that's what I learned a lot. Like, when we want to get something done by yourself, you just gotta do it no matter what. Uh-huh. Have some guys who are like-minded per se, and have guys 
no matter where we do it, how we do it, we just do it regardless. Like the podcast itself, I wouldn't be more initiative. Oh hell, I wouldn't even be watching shows like House of Haunted Hill or any other live action stuff. I'll still be, you know, segregated just video games or anime without, you know, branching out if it weren't for you guys, honestly. So we have showed you a whole new world. A new fantastic and... point of view. <laughs> Seriously, uh, a letter yeah, reference? Like, there we go. Yeah, where's the flying carpet when you need one? <laughs> Speaking of flying carpets, uh... <laughs> I really want to see where this segue is going. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're we'll just segue to the brown guy, I guess. <laughs> so wait, you've done two podcasts before this one. Uh, one was actually Gamespot Asia because we had, yeah because you know Gamespot. So is like, there's different. been like so you've. Uh, that's you're a veteran. You've done three already, two or three. One, uh, then there was the retro game podcast. I oh. think with uh, Jerome and all that with the retro DNA guys. This will be the third one actually. Okay, how about you, Centric Tom? Are you also not a podcast virgin? Well, I mentioned it briefly, but yeah, I had a student radio show in my final year at uh, university, where it's also a movie review show, and uh, that one uh, was. The benefit was that I didn't have to worry about audio because it was, you know, broadcast quality level stuff. But uh, also there were some restrictions like, you know, not allowed to swear because, you know, pre-watershed. Can you say bollocks? Uh, no. Uh, is that a swear word? Yes, it is. Um, mm. Well, this is one of those words you're not really allowed to say. My co-host did say douchebag at one point, and I'm not sure if uh, that was kosher or not, but... No, that was interesting because... Uh, my co-host was a dude with who was like he was much older than me like he was i was 21 he was 35. he was a guy who had restarted university after you know a long hiatus mm. and uh, we just didn't hang out outside of doing the show like we'd meet up once a week and uh, do our show and then you know, just not talk to each other for an entire week after that which was interesting to have a working relationship with someone for the first time in my life did he give you the reach around uh <laughs> no but I did for him. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you get best co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never done a podcast before. It's my first one. So you are the podcast virgin. <laughs> well, not anymore. It's been 100 episodes. You are now the I've podcast been, uh, whore that's been around. The yes, well, compared to the two of you, <laughs> I've been prostituting myself to the podcast gods for so long. <laughs> oh, my You've God. You've just been ravaged by Mr. SoundCloud. Yeah, I've been shitting bricks all this while. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gaped properly. <laughs> is oh, that where we're going? <laughs> yes, I think this is where the tension's going. So let's... Uh, About the size of a blue microphone. <laughs> Yes, I'm still filthy. I can't help For it. For those of you who are not in the know... <laughs> I think that's the magic of the last podcast. A blue microphone is a girthy, girthy thing. A girthy? Filthy? What? Girthy, yeah. Mm, girth. <laughs> I, knew an old, I knew a girl named Girth once. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what I named it. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, we've talked about what we've learned or come to appreciate. So, yes. uh, Dr. Shafiq, oh. now it's your turn on the hotspot. What did I learn? Yes, what have you come to appreciate? About this? Yeah, since this is your first show and all. Yeah. yeah. What have I come to appreciate about being on the or last Or things game? that you have, that have changed within you. Something that's not the same. Well, something not the same. That's another that... Disney reference. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> We're not going to do another princess episode, so guys. I, I would say this, right. The thing is, uh, these are the kind of conversations I would have with my friends. Yeah. And it's, uh, the thing is, uh, like when me and John started this podcast way back in the late 2015s. 
feels like such a long time ago. It does ago feel now. like a long time ago. But I do remember like when I uh, got on the mic, it did not feel awkward to me. You know, I always thought that this would be something that I could never do, like record it. Uh-huh. Like I could never ever, how you say, have the same kind of, uh, uh, I would say, um, you know, uh, your, your the wavelength or the, the way for you to just like, you know, just let, you know, you're, you're just like have the rapport going. Yeah, the verbalage, whatever. You know, things like I did not realize how fun this was. Yeah, it is kind of enjoyable. I mean, once you get past the kind of daunting thing of having a microphone in front of you and then watching. No, nah, but I'm used to that. <laughs> well, you are now, but no, even before that, you did that before. I was a professional singer. Oh yeah, I can speak in front of crowds. I'm there fine. you go. I'm yeah. totally fine with that. No, but no, that's not the thing. Is the, uh, the thing is right. It's uh. It was one thing to hear your own thoughts like recorded and like played back to you. Oh yeah. And then you think to yourself, right? Oh, okay. God, I, my voice is horrible. <laughs> yes, we agree. Oh, <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> You're so sensitive. <laughs> anyway, no, but it's uh the thing is it's like because there is now one thing that's changed about me is like because there is something out there that has been documented and archived. And it's like it's very strange to go back to like early episodes and listen to my old points of view. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, "Man, I was wrong about that," yeah. or like, "Yeah, I'm still right," <laughs> or stuff like that. But I think it's similar to what uh, Mr. Toffee said is like you are more, um, I would say, aware of the things you think about or say. Mm-hmm. And it's it's strange because now it's like I mean, despite the fact that I seem to be just a rambly, rambly, just very. Uh, Offensive person, but yeah, I'm actually a very thoughtful guy. <laughs> really, <laughs> listen to the episodes. I actually really have an ability to be very concise, <laughs> strangely enough. And I did not know that about myself. That when I really care about something, is like it's interesting to have an opportunity to just uh, because I know that it's gonna be broadcasted uh-huh. it's out there. Then it's like there's a, there's a, a, another level of thoughtfulness that I never knew I could explore. So that's what changed me a lot about this podcast it's That's just fair. basically think, like thinking you know when I say this it's gonna be out there forever because once it's on the internet you know it doesn't belong it to you it never fucking goes the internet never forgets yeah, yeah and I, that's the thing like this might like come back to bite us in the ass like 15 years from now someone will like unearth it and will be publicly shameless like this was 15 years ago. I would not be ashamed of anything I've done. I think that's one thing I want to say, especially not, with not you guys. Not necessarily be ashamed of, but someone will try to shame you. Oh, why? Uh, I'm, would... I'm pretty sure I'm going to still be as vile and repulsive as I am 20, 30 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> People try to bring up stuff I said on the podcast and I'll just literally say, yeah, I still feel that way. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, but that's what I'm talking about because the thing is it helped me solidify my ideals. Uh-huh in a way that uh, nothing else has because the thing is when you have conversations with friends right friends come and go but like something like a podcast something like having a conversation with you two guys yeah and then especially how like what I also appreciate is our dynamic mm-hmm. it's literally it doesn't sound like three guys who have a, a shared ex- uh, experience or opinion on things oh yeah that's for damn sure but it's also like it's interesting that because we are forced into these compartments in a way yeah and at the same time it's like interesting to hear a point of view that is so drastic to your own mm-hmm. and it makes you realize that oh uh, this is how you become social <laughs> yeah this is how you know no, I mean, this is how I learned too it's like just based on when you say something back to me or when like Mr. Toffee says something back to me and I don't agree or I do agree and then I realize something about myself yeah 
And I find that like, you know, that is fascinating. You're forced to explain stuff which you used to just think like, this is what I think, and you know, you don't, you know, go much beyond it. But then when it's brought up against someone else's think mm. thought, then he's like, oh, now I have to examine why I think this. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I definitely made me better at explaining myself. I, I think even yes, outside of this, that, yeah, that is does, one thing I also appreciate about doing this with you guys because it's basically, it's not like we're like constantly going to debates on purpose. It's yeah. more like every once in a while there will be some like a uh, point of discontention and we just need to kind of dance around that. But we're not combative, which yeah, is yeah. good. And but yeah, we're arguing because we want to make sure that the medium we're talking about does some right things in the future. If they hopefully will listen to what we're talking, you know. Yeah. And have opinions, you know. And I think that's what I like the fact that it's like, especially with you guys, is like after a hundred episodes, right? It's like I like the fact that not just myself, but I would say maybe between the three of us, each one of us has solidified their character yeah. or their personality, and it's like I like that. I like the fact that it's nice to have a very distinct conversation to look forward to every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's scheduled. Well. Scheduled this I mean, after planning. I mean, I'm getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> You're making it sound like we're forced to do this. No, I really want to hang out with you guys. What's wrong? <laughs> I like you guys. Of course, of course. We all, like, we all like Aww, each other. Yeah. We don't hate each other. <laughs> Look at you being childish. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed one childish moment per episode. <laughs> per, per hundred episodes. You're allowed one childish moment. Yeah, now I have to be like the sweetest stiff type for the next hundred episodes. Wait, I mean, that's a, okay, how about that as a question? What do you want to do in the next 100 episodes? Oh, blood, more the same, I suppose. More the same? Uh, let's go bigger, better, uncut. But it'd be nice to More not... tits, more blood. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be nice to talk about not just like movies and uh, video games. No, we do talk about TV shows and well, once in a while, too, but... current affairs. Or what about other... Well, maybe like talk about current affairs would also be kind of interesting or like music. Yeah, we'd love to talk about music. Because, well, yeah, music would be good. Because off mic, uh, Shafiq and I have had some pretty interesting conversations about music. Yeah. I like, mean. we have each introduced each other to uh, different uh, artists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, and thanks to Mr. Toffee. Yes, Mega Man Music is part of my <laughs> Spotify playlist now. <laughs> wow. I was like, he's right. Cuts Man theme is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. It is. I, uh, yeah, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> no, but okay, um, okay. Now, why I brought that up is basically uh, here's an idea I've always wanted to try and achieve with the Last King, and it's something that I mean, it didn't really change me, but it it's something I'm very much more aware of, and it's the fact that one thing about documenting uh, our thoughts and our like the, the 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 narrative we have on pop culture is like, I mean, I'm pretty sure the three of us all realize that as we move forward, there are people who leave us. Yeah. And it's like, it's very, it's, it's, the thing is, and the thing is, when you're given an opportunity, talk about it. Mm. And it's not, and it's not just something that is very like, uh, like insincere as like, okay, because like, you know, it's kind of like what everybody else is talking about, but because like they, these artists, these creators, these writers, filmmakers, whatsoever, they have impacted us in such a way. Mm -hmm. And what I find like, I think it's necessary, especially when it comes to this podcast, is what I really want to do is, I would really love for us to uh, really have moments where, you know, jokes aside, let's really pay tribute to some of these people who have passed. Yeah. I mean, like this year, we lost Stanley, we lost Bernardo Bertolucci. I mean, I mean, like if you go back 
like through our two years it's like the, we've we've been doing nothing but announcing this as well yeah i mean uh, last year too as well uh, yeah, i wasn't was i wasn't horrible. there for 2016 but that was just a non-stop stream of like, i mean david bowie prince in the span of like this alan podcast rickman. existence alan rickman there you go you know and it's just like you know like I only wish that we could maybe take time aside to just kind of pay tribute to them the proper way. I mean, which is why it was very essential for me to do the Stan Lee episode. Yeah. Because I felt like, no, it's very hard for, I mean, not say it's very hard, but I would say everybody has a Stan Lee, uh, you know, story or a Stan Lee mm. anecdote, right? And the thing is, right, when I listen to a lot of other media, it's always the same story. Like, yeah. they met him, he seems like a nice guy, but none of them ever to- like told the story of like, how did he affect you personally? Yeah, very few, like, the ones who did do that, um, like, I can't remember who it was, uh, but someone drew a picture uh, from one of the, uh, from the Marvel comics, and he was told by his mom, go send it in to uh, Stanley, but he didn't, so, and he said he was happy he could, he didn't, because then he could give it in person to Stanley mm. 30 years later. There you go. Like, you know, those personal touches to a eulogy, like, something which, like, why did this person mean something to you? No, no, I mean, like, what I really want to do with this podcast, I mean, in the next 100 episodes, I would love to kind of push more so uh, the more documentarian aspect of things. Mm. Because uh, if anything, I mean, sure, we'll be, we'll still be smutty, boys and girls. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's never going to change. No, of course not. We can filth up anything. <laughs> yeah, case in point. Challenge me. This entire fucking episode. <laughs> But also at the same time, I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is just a thought. I mean, I agree with uh, eccentric thought. Maybe what we should do in future is, besides adding another category in music, definitely. Mm. Uh, I mean, sky's the limit. We could also talk about books if <laughs> if you wanna. Yeah, we I start, mean, we will start with the best of all, the dictionary. <laughs> so that's what that means. <laughs> a real A to Z of A to Z. <laughs> I don't know, and the thing is, right, I would also maybe, you know, like you know, extend the brunch to uh, Mr. Toffee because I also feel that, you know, especially you can't be a, a true Asian pop culture podcast and not talk about anime to an extent. We need to, yeah. we need to do more anime stuff. If only it was easier to maybe watch it once in, in a while, or at least like a recap of what we've seen, like mm. what sh- what shaped us to actually love the genre in the first place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the whole announcement of Cowboy Bebop being live action, which I'm. A bit wary of, to be honest. You know, I'm more wary about that they announced an anime version of Blade Runner, and I was screaming, "Yeah, Ghost in the Shell already exists. We don't need this." Yeah. <laughs> why are Why is no. everybody Why is everybody so hyped about this? But someone, someone is who's the person attached to it? The Blade Runner anime. Is it the Ghost in the Shell guy again? Was it? No, one of the else. standalone complex guys, if I'm not mistaken. Standalone complex guys. They're one of the showrunners, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I mean, it, so it's basically the snake eating itself. Is like they're they're just gonna do Ghost in the Shell and put the Blade Runner sticker on it. I mean, hey, as a masturbation session, it'll probably be you know a pretty one to watch, but you know, what? <laughs> I think you mean graphic masturbation, it, not just masturbation. I said anime, not hentai, sir. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be like. Oh, Sir Makoto has so many appendages. <laughs> but hey, you know, that dude whose fingers split into multiple little things? Like... Yeah, it was Officer Makoto. Yeah. Uh, okay. Were you about to do a fingering joke, sir? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> but you took the wind out of my sails. I'm sorry. Let's do it again. Let's, let's go, for it. go for it. Go for it. No, no more. <laughs> <laughs> the, the spirit is lost. Uh, yes, spirited away. <laughs> So Do I'm, not conflate those two, please. 
How about you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Toffee? What would you like to add to the uh, various categories that we cover well, here? Well, you didn't take the words out of my mouth. More Mega Man! It would be something. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be nice, I'll probably just piss you guys off. We right ha- but anyway. I love Mega Man. I don't need to talk about it anymore, <laughs> Mr. Toffee. Okay. I know, exactly. I love yeah. the first three we and some of the... Zero the six- or the ZX series. I love there some of the 16-bit ones, but they're the same fucking game, Mr. Toffee. It's flat. <laughs> we don't need to explain this anymore. Okay, but yeah, sure. Do look out for a future all Mega Man episode. Where well, when it comes to another category, yeah, anime, music, yeah, I, uh, comic books, maybe. Yeah, definitely. We should be talking sure, yeah. about more books that are be coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did see a bunch of like uh, 2018 stuff that was like, okay, like it's indie comic book fair, and I think Grant Morrison did something this year or last year that I kind of need to look back on. I kind of forgot, but anyway, like these old guys, like uh, Alan Moore. Um, Danny, I think no, no. I thought Alan Moore retired else. forever. No, he didn't. No, he is coming back once in a while, you know, nah, back and forth. Such a diva. <laughs> Who is publishing yeah, yeah. him? Dude, if Alan Moore wants to publish something, everybody's throwing contracts at him. I suppose, but like, didn't he like, contract at him. didn't he, he like end on bad terms with one of the bigger houses? He is okay. He's more like affiliated with DC, basically. Yeah. But I think like DC didn't have a great relationship with him when he did like that weird Batman one. Which weird Batman one? The one think? where he goes to the Middle East and fights Muslims. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> very He's m- quite a treasure. Like, very, very, but he is quite a treasure. He did r- give us Watchmen, one of the greatest graphic novels of all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you should calm down, Mr. Moore. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we could do more about comic books. I mean, what's... Well, up? there's a lot of uh, European trades which I could try there and you go. about. Like, yes. Belgium has a lot of fantastic artists. You know what? I would be a great... Uh, what I really want to do now, I mean, like, I'm inspired by this. I would love for us to do an entire episode just on the heavy metal magazine, or Metal Chilant, as it's uh, originally known in French. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, and just basically how that gave us Mobius, and how, Mobi- <laughs> and how Mobius... No, Mobius. And yes. then, like, you know, like how Mobius. all these artists would later lead on to the Alien movies, and the heavy metal movie, and Dio, and all this. Like, eh, there you go. We could do a heavy metal episode. Yeah, so these discussions make me just go, fuck you, uh, Bill Maher. <laughs> Did you not hear what, what he talked about with uh, Stanley, saying how comic books aren't shit? Uh, <laughs> Bill Maher... Stop. Stop yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> he used to be so funny. Yeah. Then he turned into an asshole. He turned into a very... Nah, okay. You know what? Let's do... We'll save that for the Bill Maher episode. What I love about Bill Maher is that uh, he says these kind of like uncouth things and uh, right-wing people say like, Look at that! He must get get rid of him! And then left-wing people are like, Yeah, please, get rid of him. We don't like him either. <laughs> Alright. So, and coming to the subject of comics, that's also one other publication I want to look at, like Image, like how they started. And You're gonna do an Image episode? How it's still going. Eventually, Oof, we're gonna have to do that's that. That's gonna eventually. be so much reading for me. Wait, Spawn is Image, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Spawn is Image. Oh my Sam god, is image. We, we have to do a Spawn episode. <laughs> yeah, we may have to. Yes. We may have to do a Spawn episode. Hey, anybody else still remember Spawn? <laughs> Remember that really terrible CGI cape and no, don't, don't talk about the, no, don't talk about the movie. Thank it was successful for for a reason. Are making it? Because <laughs> yeah, Tom McFarlane really just wants it to happen. If they did it in the same vein as the HBO animated series, yeah, with Keith David's voice as well, that would be damn good. That'd be, but I mean, I would still say Michael Jai White was a very good spawn. Yeah, but I know I mean, they're gonna reboot it definitely. I mean. 
Yeah, they are. I think um, Jamie Foxx might be Spawn. What? Oh, might be Al oh yeah, I might, might be Al yeah. yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. But then, then again, I would love to hear Spawn saying Gold Digger. <laughs> <laughs> I am Spawn. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Uh, more to look forward to with the Last King Podcast. More categories, more topics, more subcategories, more subgenres. More all tangenting all the way. More of us. And smuts. Just non-stop fucking filth. <laughs> you should also check out the comic book, The Filth. <laughs> <laughs> I just broke Sheffick slightly. No, he didn't. <laughs> I feel like, yes, you're one of us now. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we've broken Tom. I've always been filthy. I'm just, you know, <laughs> it's this, it's this, it's this pristine British veneer that I've been, <laughs> I've been. This is the mask all along. <laughs> it's so nice that you call it veneer. <laughs> what would you want you to say, facade? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Look at me using big words. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to do more comic book stuff too. So, um, you know what? It's been an amazing hour, boys. I don't think there's really much else to talk about unless you, you know what. About. I just want to say congratulations to each one of us, and yes, especially to thanks 100. to you two, to you assholes for <laughs> st- sticking together with me. On we've, we've done this. Uh, we've uh, oh boy, a hundred episodes. Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. And we're gonna keep on rocking. That's the best part. Rocking the free world. Yeah. <laughs> rocking the free world. Oh man, I was about to make an erection joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna stop right now. I'm gonna save all all this for the next four hundred and one. One hundred and one, yes. One hundred and one. You're calling it, huh? Uh we're gonna call it hundred and one. We've we have done it. Okay, last king fans. We are in the three digits. Uh, yeah. And hey shit. If you want us to talk about a particular thing more, please do let us know. Like, you know, we're, we're yes. not ignoring you. Just we talk have to the us. social medias. Yeah. You have our Facebook, we have our Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and you can subscribe to us on all the platforms now. We're on Spotify, we're on yeah. iTunes, we're Thank on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. Okay, so no excuse for you not to uh, get some lasting goodness in your ear holes out there. So, uh, yeah, tell you what, uh, want to sign this off, boys? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, for the lasting, I have been eccentric Tom. <laughs> what do you say in the past been tense? Mr. Tompy? Oh. I've been. <laughs> I've been mean to tell you guys. I will still be. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> You're out? <laughs> Okay, and he comes back as eccentric, uh, what? John. <laughs> eccentric John, yes. <laughs> we're, switching the, we're switching the call sign. This now. is his heel turn. He's going to turn to electric, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, you know what? Yes, and I have been uh, Shafiq. Okay, it's been 100 episodes. Thank you so much uh, to all our last game fans for, for sticking with us. For putting up with this hour of absolute bullshit. And for putting up with 100 Episodes plus hours. That's about no, because each episode's at least an hour plus, so it'd be like hundred and. We've done two hour episodes before. <laughs> it's like hundred and fifty hours. Yes, we hours have, and we're not gonna do it again. We're never Trash. gonna. Okay, so um, you know, what? thank you so much. Uh, stay tuned as always, and uh, take care.